G'day. Welcome to Partakers Think Spot on Monday the 4th of June 2012. Let's go over to Jim and Joy and let's discover together what they are sharing with us today. Over to you, Jim. Hi there. Are you ready for Christmas? Are you expecting this Christmas to be better than any other Christmases? I'm sure you are. Christmas expectations. As we come closer to Christmas, most of the presents have been sent off to relatives and friends. Well, we hope they have all gone to the right people and that they'll appreciate them. Is there someone you may have forgotten? Hope not. Arrangements have been made as to where we shall be spending Christmas Day and who will be cooking the turkey or the chicken, or whatever you're eating. We've been hurrying through crowds of people. All have been looking tired, extremely happy though, and looking forward to having a few days holiday with family and friends. There is also the anticipation of making new friends, or meeting friends we have not seen for years and years. Yes, Christmas is a very special time of year, isn't it? Well, of course it is. But how very special for us, who have a vibrant, living faith in Christ our Saviour and Lord. Over this past year, we have much to thank God for as we look back and count our many blessings. Maybe we had illnesses or money problems, family squabbles, maybe even church squabbles. Maybe people are just not being so friendly around our neighbourhood, but now we are happy to attend our local church and it might well be that things are waking up there and there's a greater sense of anticipation at this time of year as we hope those who don't usually go regularly to worship at any church might come along to our church. Because why? Because it's Christmas. Here in Great Britain, we were made to think of Christmas way back in September when potential Christmas gifts were being placed on display in all our large stores and we began to think of who to give what to. So here we are then, with just about eight days to go before the great event and we are reminiscing over former Christmases and for some of us, there are great recollections of great happiness. But maybe for some of us also there are sad recollections. Maybe your loved one died or left the family home. You may not be looking forward to this Christmas as you think you may well be alone. If however you are a Christian there is every opportunity for your church to invite you to go to one of their homes. Maybe your church is even having a special dinner for those who are lonely. And maybe there are others who will invite you to their home for Christmas Day to share the roast with them. Would you believe it? Our local golf club committee in our hometown foresaw this happening and quite a long while before Christmas sent round invitations for single lonely persons to come to their club dining hall on Christmas Day and there to receive a free Christmas dinner. Isn't that wonderful? Now then, if a secular golf club will do this, what is your church doing about this? I would love to know. My Christmas present from you this year would be very special if you did two things for me. If you wrote two things to me, 
one. Why not let Dave Roberts, this site on which we are reaching you from, let Dave Roberts, who runs the site, let him know how much you've appreciated his tremendous ministry over the past year. He has worked so very hard at often great costs to make sure you had some kind of spiritual food every day. Thank you, Dave, for all the work you do. Secondly, let me know if your church is having a Christmas dinner on the church premises and you are inviting lonely people to it. I'd love to know. When the shepherds saw and heard the angel Gabriel and the whole host of angels singing glory to God on high, there was a very special reason. The full manifestation of the glory of God had arrived in the form of a baby. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 5 speaks of this amazing event. The revelation of God, the glory of God revealed. No ordinary baby, but one who had come into the world for a specific purpose, to save sinners. That's you and me. God in his flesh to the manger came. He'd been promised ages back, but now he had come. Glory to God on high and peace towards men, they sang. You know something? This peace of which the angels sang is a very, very special peace for the only worthwhile peace and a peace that transcends all other kinds of peace, the peace of God ruling, reigning in our hearts. That, my friends, can only be actuated when we confess our sins and believe in our hearts that Jesus is not only the Saviour, but the one who came to be, yes, your Saviour, my Saviour. It's a personal matter. And only you can make sure of your salvation by reaching out to him in faith and repentance through prayer. He has never ever turned anyone away if they came honestly and sincerely seeking him. He waits with open arms to receive you like the father did to receive his son back that we read about in Luke chapter 15. There was the father running to the gate looking, expecting his son to come. And when his son came, very much humbled by his experience, he found his father throwing his arms around him and saying, Welcome home, son. You were dead, but now you're alive again. You were lost, but now you're found. If you're not found yet, may God's arms reach out to you and may you rush into them because that's the wisest, the most sensible thing that you can do. That you might know too that the glory of the Lord has been revealed to you. Bye. Have a lovely Christmas. I send you Christmas greetings from my wife Joy, from Ben and from Bethany. Bye. Gracious God and loving Heavenly Father, may we not be caught up only in the excitement of giving and receiving gifts around the Christmas tree and eating perhaps a lot more than we should. 
Help us to concentrate on the real meaning of Christmas in receiving Jesus Christ, the Saviour, into our world and ultimately into our hearts. We will remember he was not given much of a reception at the hotel and had to be born in a humble cattle shed, or even worse. There was said to be no room for him. It is important that we do make room for you, Lord, not on the circumference of our hearts, but in the central place, the throne room of our hearts, where we ask you, Lord, to rule over us and accomplish your purposes, both in and through us, out to a needy world. We praise and worship you, our wonderful Saviour and Redeemer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for joining us on Partakers at the start of a new week. Come and revisit us real soon. May God bless you this week.